The following episode was recorded on December 4th, 2012. Due to the event of time passing by, the Christmas song originally intended to air in this episode no longer seemed timely. We have since recorded and now premiere for you a brand new comedy song entitled You Break It, You Buy It from my and Kara Winter's musical Mackenzie and the Missing Boy. Enjoy! Welcome, and thank you for joining Are You Working on Something New? A bi-weekly musical theater podcast where I, Joel B. New, invite an exceedingly talented friend over to my apartment. We chat a bit, and then I have them learn and record a brand new song, which we end up premiering right here for your listening pleasure. Today's guest artist is Stephanie Sign. Welcome, Stephanie Sign. Hi, Joel. It's good to see you. It's good to see you. You're amazing. And <laughs> You're your amazing. apartment... Everybody who gets to sit in this chair gets to witness how warm and cozy Joel B. New's apartment is. Thank you. Emphasis on the warm right now. Our, no, our but in, in a crazy. good way, warm. Oh, thank you. We're drinking wine. We are drinking wine. This is the first podcast episode where wine has been implemented. Um, maybe it should be a um, I think it's kind of a, a thing. It's going to be a thing. It's going to be a it thing. It might be a thing. Who knows? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> yeah, Joel lives in a really lovely apartment, and the, and there's always candles, and it smells good. Thank you, thank you. The reason I invited Steph over, other than she's just an amazing singer and an amazing person, is that Stephanie is one of those jacks-of-all-trades that actually does all of them, and does them all really, really well. Aw, you're sweet. And so I wanted to talk about the many facets that are Stephanie Sign and how you mean they... how ADD I am? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> and then how those come together uh, to form the beautiful person sitting next Aww, to my right. Well, sometimes they don't come together at all, but um, <laughs> we try. <laughs> so, so where where did you get the theater bug? Did it start with voice or dance or where did that? Well, it's it's funny. Some somebody asked me that once a long time ago, and I thought back to when I was in school, and I had a teacher call me up to the desk and usually that meant I was in trouble uh-huh. um, but this time she called me up to the desk and, and she basically said you're very loud <laughs> and then she said so I want you to be the star in our show <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know there was a show I didn't know what any of that meant I was like five six I forget um, and yeah I think it was like the kindergarten first grade age gotcha, first grade gotcha. second grade age Maybe that was more like seven. I'm not really sure. Um, And the teacher said, yeah, you're very loud. So, you know, you're going to play this narrator part in this show about George Washington and Betsy um, Ross. Betsy Ross. That's it. Betsy Ross, who made the flag. And I was going to be the narrator and whatnot. Uh, And that was my first big foray into acting. Um, Other roles followed, such as... A Cabbage Patch Kid and the Cabbage Patch Kids sing along. Yes, we went from classroom <laughs> to class. Oh yeah, we had little Cabbage Patch leaves that went around our faces. Um, but I would say the, the the best thing that ever happened, the thing that really made me want to perform, was um, I was living in Puerto Rico at the time. We we moved around a lot. I was in a military family, and uh, if you grew up in a military family, you know that you. Te- Typically, you move around yeah, no, about every two or three. Yeah, so yeah. you moved around too, right? Yep. Um, and we didn't move to a lot of fancy places, but Puerto Rico was one of them. 
And while I was there, my mom, you know, was looking for things for us to do to keep us out of trouble. Right. Um, Because we were a small community on the base. (laughs) Uh, And this play opportunity came up, the best Christmas pageant ever. And she said, I think you should audition. And then she mortified me by also auditioning. And and it was it was one of those things. And oh, if she ever hears this, I apologize, Mom. But I have no I I really don't think I got any of my acting talent from her. <laughs> <laughs> but I got to read for this role, Gladys Herdman, the youngest um, of these sort of um, misfit ch- orphan children who are really bad. And she was described as fast and mean, and she likes to bite. And it was just the most fun I'd ever had. And I got to just chew scenery up and and make people laugh. And I thought, this is amazing. And then somebody said, you know, you can really do that. And that's a thing. Like, you can actually have... a uh, That can be a career. And I thought, oh my gosh. Well, I also love singing. And I found The Sound of Music... And watched it. And then I was like, oh my God, you can combine them. <laughs> this was like an epiphany beyond anything. Yeah. So I would say that's where it that's where it all sort of began. And then there was a lot of singing Whitney Houston in the bedroom. Yes. After that too. I think we all did that. <laughs> <laughs> More Celine Dion for me though. Naked in the window though? I, I, I can't. <laughs> I'm not going to comment on that. Well, after a couple of glasses of wine, we will get Joel B. New to admit to singing naked in the window. No, I'm just no, no. Um, this is about you. <laughs> All right. I think it's about us, but anyway. it's, I think it's about America. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's where you started in the cabbage yes. patch. Indeed. And then you know, then college happened. And um, then you moved here straight from college? I I was working at Bush Gardens in Williamsburg, which right. is a theme park. And that's where I met who is now my husband, Matt. And um, I spent uh, summer and fall there. And then, yeah, I moved up to the city. Fantastic. Now, the... Let's call them extracurricular activities. Because <laughs> <laughs> you really do so many You make me things. sound like a big old stripper. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's talk about your hidden talents. No, what, 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 else, what else do you do that, that A, supplements your artistic endeavors and B, supplements your income? Well, you must be talking about the circus work that I do. What? what? How could I possibly know about that? Well, you know, it's funny. Um... I've always been a bit of a clown, in case you didn't couldn't tell. Uh, and I never really, I never even really went to the circus when I was a kid. Maybe once, um, but Matt's really responsible for all of this circus stuff coming into play. Um, he, you know, when I met him, he was this amazing juggler and unicyclist, and and also a talented actor and singer. And I was really inspired by all of that. And um, He's the one that taught me. He started teaching me to walk stilts, and I started learning to juggle, and I started taking clown classes. What about it excited you? Like, what? Just the idea that you could put on a nose, and it's almost like a mask, and become this crazy anything you want. Um, And 
the skills behind it. You know, there's a lot, you know, these, there's a lot of uh, clowns that are also these amazing jugglers. They're artists, really. Yeah. They're really skilled artists, and mm. they've worked really hard at these, um, to, you know, some of them do amazing things with the Diablo, which is, if you don't know, is a Chinese yo-yo. And, yeah, I don't know. Um, just all kinds of stuff that people can do. And, and you start realizing they're combining really theater and these skills and it's really beautiful. Um, and as I started learning them, I started getting opportunities to gig doing corporate work and birthday parties and, um, you know, found myself entertaining everything from small events to just giant events on rooftops where CeeLo Green is performing, you know, for Hugo Boss, you know, things that you're just sort of like, and you're not catering the event, you're, you're performing at the yeah. event. And it's, it's, it was just sort of really exciting. And then I decided I wanted to take it to the next level. And I started working on aerial work, which is, um, I work on silks and, uh, and trapeze and the lira, which is a, a big metal hoop. And, um, it's really helped me as a performer and as a dancer, you know, to of course stay fit, but also facing fears and being strong and making art in a totally new way. So, I mean, you also do a lot of you do you dance dance instructing, um, directing. Mm-hmm. What <laughs> what led to what? I mean, well, the the directing came about because my husband Matt. Um, it's. <laughs> We're, we are kind of joined at the hip, although we also have, you know, our own lives. But um, but you inspire each other. I think that's what it is. It must be. Yeah. Uh, he wanted to do a solo show. Mm-hmm. And as a, as a clown, kind of dissecting clown, but also playing with um, clown as, you know, playing with these bits, but also sort of taking it... To a level where audiences can understand what it, what clown means, mm-hmm. sort of deconstructing it in a way. And the name of the show? It's called Clown Baggage. And I uh, I was doing a lot of listening to him talk about the things that he wanted to do, and then I would add some ideas. I would say, "Oh, you could totally do this," and he would go, "Oh, that's amazing." <laughs> and then one morning we were sitting. I remember having coffee, and he and I were talking, and I said, "This." This, you know, he wanted to explore this feeling of rejection in one of this, one of these bits. And I said, you know, we can do this and whatever. And then I stopped and I said, I want to direct this. That's really exciting. And he said, okay. And I said, I know you better than anybody else. I know what you want to say. And I know I can do this. And that was the first time I laid hands on anything. And thank God it was with him. Because, you know, <laughs> he's going to love me no matter what. Um, and it's always hard when you collaborate with you, you know, with your, with your life partner. You yeah, just, yep. it's always tricky. It's a roller coaster ride, but it it's always so beautiful in the end. And Absolutely. I could not be more proud of this piece. And clown baggage, clown baggage, uh, which premiered. It's in entirety premiered at Ars Nova. And, Which uh, was fantastic, by the way. Thank you. And we're, we'll be looking at some other run in the future. We just got some fiscal sponsorships. Ah, wine! Hi! Wine, hi! We just got some fiscal sponsorships, so cheers to that. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so that was my first thing. And then uh, I had a fellow director uh, who has sort of been a mentor to me see the, the piece. And he asked me if I would 
direct another another piece? And I said, sure. And then he said it was a Eugene O'Neill play. And I fell on the floor and said, I can't do that. <laughs> and then after baby Matt... Steps, baby yeah, steps. Matt peeled me up off the floor and said, yeah, you can do it. You can do it. And so... Um, so you directed Clown Baggage at Ars Nova. Yeah. You directed Eugene O'Neill's Before Breakfast. Yes. Uh, and that was with what theater company? Oh, the group theater too. They they produced uh, uh, Providence Town, um, for but for the Millennium basically. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. And then and then you went off and directed another piece. I did. I was asked to direct the beginning and the end. It was written by Kevin Wanzer. He sounds like a nice. He's guy. He's a very nice guy, <laughs> and a brilliant writer. I could couldn't agree more. It, it was a really amazing piece. Because it was similar, and Kevin's going to poop himself because I'm comparing him to Eugene O'Neill, but it was similar to Eugene's piece in that it was a thriller, really, uh-huh. and you have this dysfunctional family. Uh, the, the major difference is you're dealing with a lot of religious and spiritual and political themes. Do, do you think, maybe, and you know, I'm just going out on a limb here, do you, do you think that what you find, you know, you're gravitated towards, you know, more comedic fare when you're acting. Do you think you're you're seeking the more? There's a reason you're seeking more drama when you when you direct. I don't know. That's a good question. Thank you. I mean, in initially, I wasn't seeking any of it out at all. <laughs> but you said yes. But and, I and said yes because and that's it, the moral of the day. No, it's true. It's it's the first. The Eugene O'Neill piece was scary. And I think that it's really important to do stuff that scares the pants off of you. Because it makes you a better person. It makes you stronger. It makes you a better performer. And it makes everything else seem not as big a deal. And then you think, oh, I lived. It was good. I did what I did. And I think it was a good job, you know. And I don't know. and so, yeah, I think in a way, after having done that that first really dramatic thriller, I, I was sort of like, oh, I can do this and I want to do more of it. So, yeah. And you still want to do more of it. Oh, yes. I, I actually, I intend to, at some point I'm looking at um, a Tennessee Williams one act that is a little more comic in nature. And, Nothing um, wrong with that. Yeah, and I'm I'm looking at doing that. I I, I um I'll keep you posted. Please do, please mm-hmm. do. Is there a place that people can can get such information on what you're? Up well, to? I don't know when the next one's going to be, but it's going to be for the next. I mean, I'm I'm speaking out of turn at this point. Okay. Um, but it's it's potentially going to be something with group theater too. So I'll, I'll keep you posted on that. Awesome, awesome. So let's talk about this song. All right. So, so Stephanie Sign, I wrote this song for her two years ago. <laughs> so this is not technically a premiere, quote unquote, on the podcast. But I think, but I think it's the first time that I think, you know, I don't mean to speak for you, but I think, I think we've got the song now. You, you know what it's I mean? It's definitely in a place that's like, never been before. It's, a, it's, it's in a better place. It's in a more informed place. And mostly, you know, it's just me figuring out, you know. Well, we changed the key. For we changed the key. <laughs> <laughs> we changed the key by a major third. But and... it gives it this sort of darker, raw, angsty, funny, Ethel Mermany kind it, of. It gives you tone. It, it, it gives it gives Steph more freedom to do what she's good at, instead of I don't know fretting about things that don't matter, hmm. like ease. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so so I wrote this uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, John Zinedarzik uh, asked me to include a holiday-themed song for his holiday concert at Lincoln Center, and I was like, of course. And um, it's been my experience that when someone asks you to do a song, include a song in a, in a concert, you should probably lean toward the up-tempo or the comedy song. Because so many people do dramatic ballads. Yes, yeah. And that's, I mean, and that's just where we go. Yeah. That's where we course. go. Because it's, it's fun. It's, but it's also, it's, it's, it's very easy, safe, accessible. Safe and easy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I was like, all right, we're going to do a comedy song. Uh, let's do some laughing. I haven't written a comedy song in a while. And I want Steph Sign to do it. Oh, of course. And you said Lincoln Center. And I went, like, hell yeah. <laughs> so we premiered this, um, this song affectionately entitled Christmas Scarf. Oh, and it, it, that when we premiered it, it featured Jay O'Connor. Jay O'Connor Navarro, who, uh, who, who brought us who, some who brought delightful some... treats, which when you hear the song, you'll understand, you'll understand what that's about. Hopefully you'll understand. Um, so, so yeah, so this is a fun little holiday treat for for everybody called Christmas Scarf uh, written for Stephanie Syme and uh, remember if you like the song it will be available for download for free on my SoundCloud page until the next podcast is launched and if you'd like to request sheet music you can write me at joelbnew at gmail.com for a free PDF file of the song and I will send it to you alright shameless plugs be Aww. sure you like my fan page on Facebook, which is facebook.com slash Songs. Uh, make sure you visit joelbnew.com and stephaniesign.com when that's up and running. And make sure you subscribe to this podcast and tell your friends. And also, don't forget to visit clownbaggage.com. Yes. Uh, look for updates for the newest incarnation of Clown Baggage. And you can also see some great uh, video footage that we've spliced together. And uh, and also, you can find me on YouTube. I have some clips and video footage of uh, some of my aerial work, Steph Sign Wilson. Oh, fantastic. Cool. Yeah. So it's like YouTube.com slash Steph Sign Wilson. Yeah, my Amazing. married name. There we go. <gasps> Don't tell anyone. <laughs> From my apartment in Storia, this is Joel B. New and... Stephanie Sign saying thank you for dropping by for Are You Working on Something New? I think we should cheers that. Let's clink it out. Clink. Yay! Yay! Most men who attend our little dog and pony show do not learn our names and them's the breaks. Parties are the only things that we're allowed to throw. No pains, no sprains, no gains, no mistakes. And just because I am so flippin' nice, like some overbearing mother, from one delicate flower to another, here's some very valuable advice. slip on the pearls. That's a wrap. You're done, my girls. And there ain't no use in starting a riot. Cause you break it, you buy it. Best to pick up your tab. 
If you trip in your heels, say au revoir to pricey meals and get used to a more breadline-type diet. Because you break it, you buy it. No more chicken-stuffed crab in a showgirl's crazy life. You've got to be careful as careful can be. There's no better time to learn about the no-return policy. Every hip's got a hold, otherwise you're out in the cold. Take this pearl of wisdom and go apply it. You break it. You buy it. You break it. You buy it. Someone hail.